Have you ever heard of the term ghosting? Anybody? Yeah, some people have. Yeah, it's kind of a generational divide there on some of you that raised your hands and those who didn't. What the kids call ghosting these days is not about going to a haunted house or scary ghouls or the spirits of the dead. It's a slang term. I'll wait for a second. <laughs> Abram, do you hear that train? I heard you pointing it out. It's cool. We can hear this even inside of our sanctuary, but when we're out here, it's even more. So it's a slang term for dealing with conflict by just disappearing and not dealing with it. So it's like instead of talking to someone when they offend you or when you have a problem with them or they have a problem with you, it would be um, as though you would act as though they did not exist. You would stop talking to them, texting them, answering their phone calls. You just disappear like you're a ghost. This is a pretty dysfunctional way to handle conflict, but it's pretty tempting when things go wrong. It's so much easier to simply cut off communication than to do the hard work of being honest and receiving criticism and facing pain and being vulnerable. Our human instincts are to circumvent pain whenever possible, physical, emotional, relational. But it's actually not possible to circumvent pain if we're in relationship. Being in relationship with other humans is without a doubt the biggest blessing of life. And at the same time, it's the most difficult challenge. It's what makes life worth living. I've been at the bedside of many people as they die, and they're not talking about the jobs they had or the accolades that they received. They speak to the relationships of those that they love. In order to sustain relationships, we must be willing to sustain pain. There will be, in the course of human relationships, misunderstandings, hurt feelings, inevitable change, sickness, and ultimately death. And all of these circumstances in this earthbound existence complicates the experiences of being alive. Even in the best, most healthy of relationships, pain is inevitable. Aren't you glad you came to church today? <laughs> the good news for the people of God. But ghosting can seem then like a solid plan because, you know, it just, you're able to just leave. And also some people deal with it by not getting close to others to begin with. And then we never have to deal head on with our shadows because they are reflected in those that we have hurt. But as it turns out, avoidance is not the way of Christ. Not dealing with our own shadows is not the way of Christ. And in our gospel this morning, we hear a powerful invitation into transformational community. And the gateway is relationship. Community that is so influential, it makes earth resemble heaven. Community that is so brave that it risks reconciliation and forgiveness. Community that is fueled by unstoppable love. Jesus lays out a plan in our gospel to pursue the kind of power where two or three are gathered and they create heaven on earth. This is, this is a formula about how to get to that two or three gathered thing. I think we take that thing out of context, right? We take the two or three are gathered to create and unleash heaven 
as like, yeah, this is great. We're having so much fun. But two or three being gathered to create and unleash the kingdom of God is walking through transformational community together. It's not magical. It's not having the right words, the right place, the right theology. It's about moving together, facing our shadows, and having the courage to sustain. We don't get to circumvent the pain. The way of cross shows us that the only way to transformation, as hard as it is to hear, is through suffering, through pain. There is never a shortcut. In order to experience the new life and healing that comes in Jesus, we must walk through this suffering. And Jesus' plan for reconciliation that at the end creates the kind of community where two or three are gathered and unleashes the power of heaven is not without problems. You know, it wouldn't be unreasonable, I feel like, if we just went to the other person and then they rejected us and then we were able to just walk away. But no, that's not what Jesus posits in this passage. Jesus invites us, okay, first time didn't work, then go back with two or three. Okay, that doesn't work. Now go back with the entire church. Keep trying. Keep working towards it. Don't just say, well, I tried and it didn't work. Persevere. We need to pause, though, for a moment, because I think that this passage has been used a little bit negatively sometimes in the church. Um, While we are called to pursue reconciliation and forgiveness and to live in peace as, as much as it is within our power, we are also not called to stay in oppressive or abusive situations or relationships, even if they are in the church. Hear me now, my siblings in Christ. God does want us to go through pain toward transformation, but the kind of pain that highlights our brokenness and our own issues, not the kind of pain that is abusive to us or causes wounds to us from another person. If you are in an abusive relationship, that is not God's will for you. If you are in an abusive relationship, it is not God's will for you. If you are being intentionally hurt physically or emotionally by a friend, co-worker, family member, or partner, that is not what Jesus is suggesting in this passage, okay? You're not to try to persevere through that. You are worthy of love and respect as a child of God made in the image of God, and there is never an excuse for you to be treated as anything less and God does not expect you to be in a toxic or abusive relationship. That is not what Jesus is talking about here. Normal, healthy relationships that include normal conflict and misunderstanding from being human, on the other hand, are another story. And if we can persevere and stay close enough with one another through disagreements, hurt feelings, missteps, and defenses, we will be transformed by the crucible of our relationships and we will see God's power and kingdom come. Our gospel this morning tells us something very important. The cost of community is high. It includes pain, but it's worth it. In a time like 2020, where there are polarizations everywhere, where people seem to be taking sides simply to take sides, where there is a sense that disagreements preclude our relationship and community with one another, 
when division is fueled and stoked and used as political currency by those in the highest level of government, right now is a time for the people of God to take a holy stance of defiance against the message that reconciliation and community are impossible with those that are different from us. That is not true. It is time for us to make earth resemble heaven. Now more than ever, we have to be reaching across barriers, continuing to pursue reconciliation across political barriers, racial barriers, communication barriers. We have to reach across the things that divide us and listen and change and work it out so that we can move forward in the power of God's love. Reaching out across these barriers, being vulnerable enough to share our pain will include difficult and painful realizations about ourselves. We'll have to look at some shadows that we've been hiding for a long time. But this is the way. This is Christ's will for us to recognize the pain in our siblings, our enemies, our friends, and strangers, and work toward a different future. Jesus promises in this scripture that where two or three are gathered together in God's spirit, anything is possible. When just two or three have done the hard work of reconciliation, of working it out, of listening, of working toward community together. Imagine then what it would look like for 10 to be gathered like that, or 20, or 100. Imagine the possibilities of God's love and power and heaven being released on earth in a community like that. A community brave enough to face its own pain its own shortcomings, its own selfish tendencies, and open to a transformed future in love. May we be that kind of community. Amen. Amen. Let's sing together our hymn of the day.